Hey everybody, Greg Russ with you for this edition of the KTM Summer Grill here on Speed Cafe. We are turning our attention to two wheels of the motocross and kind of supercross kind now. Delighted to be joined by KTM's Nathan Crawford for this edition. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. I'm stoked to be here. So. Hey, a great year for you on balance. I know you didn't, you were kind of on the cusp of, of winning it in, in uh, a motocross sense. Probably a bit to look back on from the year or, uh, as a whole, but I, I think the positive for me is the way you recovered at the end. You got yourself back into, right into contention and took it to the final moto, basically, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, basically, it was, it was a great year overall, like to look back now that it's all done, um, both motocross and supercross. The overall result was was good. Um, obviously, yeah, it would have been great to win, to get some championships for KDM, but uh, being runner-up in both both championships, I guess, is is uh, the next best thing. Um, you know, we always go out there to win, but I think it was a pretty solid year. I got a, lot of, got a lot of race wins and I was very consistent and, you know, the team and I worked hard all year and that's, that's ultimately what gave us those results. But, um, yeah, it wasn't also always smooth sailing. We had a lot to overcome. And, um, but I think, you know, part of that for me, I wouldn't change that because, uh, you know, the team and I united so well together and, and for me that's, that's really important, um, especially moving forward, knowing that, Whatever we enter into um, as a team, I know they've always got my back and um, I think we can do great things. I reckon that's um, a real takeaway from me. Um, without pulling the Band-Aid off it, I mean, there was some tough stuff at, at the opening round that you had to rebound from. There was a bit of tension uh, on, on social media and so on. How did you park all that stuff and, and regather and, and go forward? Because that's exactly what you did. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that was a tough one for me, uh, specifically just... I'd never been in a situation like that before. And, um, yeah, I think ultimately it came down to the people I had uh, around me away from the track. Um, so my partner, my parents, obviously my team. And um, I think for me the best thing I did was uh, shut my phone down, <laughs> to be honest, and uh, just focused on what I do best, and that's riding a dirt bike. You know, uh, ultimately it fueled the fire for me. And it, um, yeah, just had like that burning desire inside of me to – I guess prove a lot of people wrong and um, show that uh, you know even I, I wouldn't say I was unfazed, but I could uh, I could you know really have that thick skin and uh, push forward. And I think coming back at, at Appen there at round two in New South Wales of the motocross championship, um, I think the way that I did that, um, I think it just solidified you know what I'm about and uh, how I approach racing and and life in general really. So yeah, just. Uh, I, I just sort of stuck to myself, got the job done and, uh, yeah, kind of just anything that wasn't necessary like socials and I just shut it all down and yeah. took a break and it was the best thing for me, honestly, because even now, you know, say eight months down the track, I'm, uh, I'm still very active on socials for my, for my sponsors and stuff like that, but, you know, even going through that period has um, sort of made me not take a step back from socials, but, you know, I do what I need to for my sponsors and then that's sort of... Gotcha. about it you know what I mean yeah. so it was a good sort of life learning experience as well as you know it was tough but um I think you know you go through all these experiences in life and that's what make you make me the person that I am and I think I come out the other end stronger so they tell me you are a very thorough person I reckon the only other person I've come across in a in a broadcasting work life with the same sort of approach to you is is Neil Crompton and he took the same approach as a racer and in the in the media, you arrive on race weekend with a very detailed schedule of where you're going, what you're doing, your your um, your preparation off the bike 
clearly complements what you bring to the table when you are on the bike. This is a big part of who you are, isn't it? Hundred percent. So for me, I think over the years I've um, I've learned that uh, if I sort of over exaggerate everything, say within my preparation, my training, what I eat, what I drink, where I spend too much time, you know, stuff like that. I for me, when I get to the race, I'm like, well, I physically couldn't have done anymore. Mm. So then that just takes that. Um, any sort of questioning out of my mind and I know that I've done either more than anybody or enough you know what I mean yep. so when I go there I'm like well like I said I've, I can't do any more I've done everything I can we've worked hard getting up to this point so now I just have to be the best version of Nathan Crawford on the day and the results will be what they will be usually they're pretty good so the training off track involves a lot of cycling and things like that and am I right in saying there's a crazy um, scenario here where your your coach if you will you're unrelated, but you share the same name. He's, yeah. a, he's a Nathan Crawford too. Is he, this is, right? he is. He is. He uh, is. It's kind of funny. It's ironic. Um, it's a bit of a full circle thing because my parents uh, back in the day and their family used to be, uh, well, I wouldn't say used to be close like anything happened, but, you know, we're close, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, I think at one point uh, my dad even might have sort of helped the, the older Nathan Crawford out, you know, with his writing and training and stuff. So then it's like all these years later, I've now, Nathan's got his um, Zero Zero Elite Rider training group. And um, yeah, I'm a part of that, have been now going into my second year. So um, yeah, and it's been awesome. I mean, it's been really, really good. At, um, you know, for us as motocross riders, we are usually always kind of pretty fit, you know, and um, we always train pretty hard. But I think it's just the very, very finer detail things that um, I've picked up on since since training with Nathan and um, just the attention to detail on technique and all that other stuff. You're very, very held accountable when uh, riding in that group. And um, yeah, it's, it's no joke. Yeah, I'm sure. I've spoken with people like Rob Twyrold and um, Rosie and others from KTM in the, in the build up to this. What's the, what's the 2024 goal for you? My question is a little bit loaded too, because you have extended your deal with him and that, that gives you, um, some security, a bit more longevity than what was originally planned to be just 2024, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. So um, I've said to Kyle uh, mul- on multiple occasions, I said, so long as you don't kick me out, I'm, <laughs> I said, you're stuck with me. So there's there's honestly no place I'd rather be. I've, I've found such a, a good home here at KDM. Um, I've got not one bad thing to say about anyone that I've met in the company. Um, they all work tirelessly f- for me and obviously for the brand and for the team. Um, so obviously, yeah, really stoked to extend my my um, contract with them guys and my um, our relationship. So uh, for twenty four, man, I just want to um, obviously moving up to the four fifty. Yep. So, um, but I, I ride the four fifty really good, and I I don't want to step outside of my own shoes here and say I want to win a championship straight away. But I do, mm. I really do, and I think it'd be a cool story. We've seen rookies win this title before. And um, it's something that, that's eluded me in my career. And, um, but, you know I, know, I know people who have never won a 250 title and who have been a multi-time 450 title uh, champion. So, yeah, man, I want to get them guys a championship. They deserve it. And I, I want one of those things real bad. So I ride a 450 well. Um, so long as we dot our I's and cross our T's, I think we've got a good chance. The, the MX1 or 450 class is fiercely contested right now. I mean, we've had riders uh, come back from overseas, others come back to the game and so on. Good emerging young talent. That's a great mission, but it's going to be a big, big task at the same time, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, been around the racing a lot, so I've watched all these guys. Um, I've actually raced everyone in that class at some point in my life. So, um, yeah, I mean, I 
I, I can't say I completely know what I'm in for, but at the same time, I feel like 90% of the way that I, I do know, you know, sure. because uh, I watch these guys all the time, if not have raced him, um, raced obviously Dean and, and all these people before. So, um, yeah, I think it's just going to be a matter of making sure I'm prepared when uh, the gate drop comes and, and um, yeah, again, just be the best version of myself, really. You can be. Finally, <coughs> what about the long-term objectives? I mean, they're clearly, you know, in... in front of the nose here, the, the, the thing that you're focused on right now is to win that title. What about beyond there? Are, are there some international race aspirations? What sort of things are on your to-do list, your want list? Yeah, well, at the moment, um, obviously, I've entered into a couple of the World Supercrosses here in Australia, which is great, and I'm very thankful that KDM have been able to support me while doing that. And uh, But, yeah, I mean, I've obviously done that um, 2020 season over in Europe, which was which was awesome experience. I'd like to, you know travel a little bit more of the world and, and race at the same time. If that's something that, you know, KDM and I can coordinate together, then happy days. Um, but, yeah, like you said, the one thing that's in front of me at the moment is just really focused on next year and uh, and then uh, let the years after that come. But, um, yeah, I think racing overseas and just maybe in a one-off race here and there, maybe in the AMA motocross or something like that, I'd, I'd love to go over and experience an AMA Supercross at some point too. Um, how that sort of road looks for me, I'm not really too sure yet. But, uh I think at some point in my career that will happen. Cool. If it's on the bike or off, it's clear, I reckon, that the ingredients are all there. Go ahead and tick that box, and we hope that 2024 is a great year for you. Thank you very much. Appreciate there he it. is, Nathan Crawford, joining us on this edition of the Speed Cafe Summer Grill, brought to you, fittingly, by KTM. Don't forget, of course, to keep across the website and check out our next edition, Ryan Walkinshaw, chatting with Dan Herrero and AVL. You could be a winner each episode of the Summer Grill. KTM are giving you the chance to win a bar stool, a mug, and this race-inspired clock as well. So there's more good reasons to tune in and hear from some of the stars of world motorsport here as a part of the KTM Summer Grill. All you've got to do is click on the link below, fill in your details, and you could be in the running to win.